Hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host, as always, for this little 78 RPM listening session. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. Last year, I didn't do anything special for Halloween, and I got a couple of notes about it, folks wondering why I didn't salute the holiday with any Halloween-themed records, so we're going to make good this year. I've lined up an entire hour of Halloween-themed records. We'll be hearing songs about ghosts, witches, bats, black cats, skeletons, and more on today's edition of the Shellac Stack. And we're going to start with a record by Wayne King and his orchestra. Wayne King made his first records in Chicago in November of 1929 and very quickly established himself as the Waltz King and would go on to record well into the late 1960s. This first record is not a waltz. In fact, it's quite unusual among Wayne King's output. It's recorded in Chicago on November 5th, 1930. It was composed by Reedman Burke Bivens, who was in the orchestra and who contributes the vocal. On this, it's called Swamp Ghosts. Thank you. 
starting off this edition of the Shellac Stack. That's Swamp Ghosts, played by Wayne King and his orchestra. The somewhat ghostly vocalist on that was Burke Bivens, who also played clarinet and alto sax in the orchestra. He was a bit hard to hear under the surface noise and against the band on that record, but that's just how it goes sometimes. That was Victor 22600, recorded in Chicago on November 5th, 1930. And incidentally, my copy of that record bears a sticker stating that it was once the property of radio station WSBC. did a little bit of digging and found that station WSBC signed on the air in Chicago in 1925 and became somewhat notable in 1929 for hiring the first full-time African-American radio announcer, Jack Cooper. The call letters originally referenced its first owner, World Storage Battery Company. The station's been sold several times through the year. It currently still operates at 12.40 a.m., broadcasting in a host of languages, including Russian, Spanish, Greek, Ukrainian, and Romanian. So any friends in the Chicago area who want to tune in WSBC can still do so. I don't know if you'll hear Swamp Ghost, though. Probably not, because (laughs) I have their record. Well, let's continue with a few more ghost songs. Up next, Vivian Ellis himself as he's billed on the label here, Columbia Record DB1500, recorded in London, pressed up over there in the UK. This dates from December of 1934, and it's a song that Vivian Ellis wrote, and he sings. It's called Dancing with a Ghost. After that, another ghostly tune from Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra, with Jimmy Dorsey sitting in, a bell record from 1954. Gordon Polk will sing it. It's called My Friend the Ghost. So, a few more Halloween goodies coming your way now. First up, here's Vivian Ellis. Thank you. 
Sorry, madam. Well, you've got your nerve. He's usually here with some cheer every day. He's sure been a pal since my gal went away. Although you may not see him at first, just quench your thirst. Soon he will be along, don't get me wrong, I don't mean to boast, but you can count upon my... There you have Gordon Polk singing My Friend the Ghost with Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra featuring Jimmy Dorsey and the band. That's from about 1954. It's Bell Record number 1029. If you were to come across a copy of that, you'd probably find it as a little 7-inch vinyl 78 RPM record. Yes, Bell Records in the mid-1950s was pressing most of their issues in the little 7-inch format. I'm not quite sure why. 45s were already pretty well established and 78s were on the way out, but they chose to hang on to the speed even as they adopted the size of little 45 RPM records. However, those little 7-inch 78s were not conducive to playback in jukeboxes of the day. 
nor were they convenient for radio stations, so Bell, as a concession to radio stations and jukeboxes, did press up a small quantity of each issue in the standard 10-inch 78 RPM format, and that's what my copy is, one of those 10-inch records. Before that, from 1934, we heard Vivian Ellis and his song, Dancing with a Ghost. For those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. I'm so happy to be here with you, playing 78 RPM records in a Halloween mood today. We're going to continue now with a couple of witch selections. Actually, it's the same tune, just done up two different ways. The tune is Greenwich Witch, composed by Zez Confrey in the early 1920s, originally as a piano solo. We'll hear it first, played by pianist Frank Westfall and his orchestra. Frank Westfall was a popular Chicago-area band leader in the early and mid-1920s. He was even briefly married to Sophie Tucker. This record was made in Chicago on or about December 8, 1922. It's Columbia A3786. After that, we'll hear a piano rendition played at breakneck speed by Ray Turner, a Capitol record from 1952, some 30 years later. It's Capitol 2097. I think this was also issued as part of Capitol's famous Honky Tonk Piano album on 78 10-inch LP and later 12-inch LP. Anyway, I think the tape might have been sped up here, but I'm going to play it at the standard 78 RPM speed, the speed at which they intended people to hear it. So two versions now of Greenwich Witch, not an especially spooky composition, but it has the right name. (laughs) Let's start with Frank Westfall and his orchestra. Thank you. 
think we might need to take a moment to calm down from that record of Greenwich Witch, played by Ray Turner at the piano, assisted by Nick Fatul at the drums and Phil Stevens on the bass. Capital 2097. As I said before playing that record, I think they have altered it, speeding up the tape somewhat to achieve a more percussive piano sound and also to just get those amazing acrobatics so clean. Ray Turner was a heck of a pianist. He had played with Paul Whiteman's orchestra in the late 1920s on into the 1930s, and really, he could have done it, but I think they still sped it up. Before that, Frank Westfall and his orchestra from 1922, their rendition, much slower, of Greenwich Witch. That composition again by Zez Confrey. Up next, I have three selections that are not exactly Halloween-related, but they seemed appropriate enough to slip into a Halloween-themed program. They're moody pieces. First up, Ambrose and his orchestra in 1947. This is a London 78, number 108. The selection is called Dance of the Potted Puppet. Potted here meaning drunk, so essentially this is the dance of the drunken puppet. After that, we'll hear Bing Crosby singing with Jimmy Greer and his orchestra. Columbia record from 1933. This was recorded out in Los Angeles. It's a song by Johnston and Coslow called Black Moonlight. Again, nothing particularly Halloween-themed about this, but the whole image of Black Moonlight just seemed appropriate. And we'll finish up this set with Hazel Scott at the piano playing Frederick Chopin's Nocturne in B-flat minor, opus 9, number 1, a signature record from 1945. So, three more selections on today's Halloween program, starting with Ambrose and his orchestra, The Dance of the Potted Puppet. This one's a little weird. Thank you. 
in the shuffle, I've drifted and strayed Bruised by the city, bewildered, betrayed With a heart heavy laden with faltering strides I have come to the bridge, to the line that divides What am I doing up here in the days As I gaze at the cold riverbed Why do I ask myself Shall I go back when I seem to be going ahead to black moonlight where everything reflects your color? Darkness that is endless, nights that leave me friendless, blue. Just like me, you're faded, jaded, and degraded, too. Why must you send ebony moonbeams, depressing, distressing, like shadows of loves that are gone? Darken the promise of dawn Black moonlight I've lost all power to resist you Madly I await you Even though I hate you Black moonlight
A fairly straightforward rendition of Chopin's Nocturne in B-flat minor, Opus 9, number 1, by pianist Hazel Scott. Sometimes you find these records she made in the mid-1940s of classical pieces, and she dresses them up and plays them in stride style, but not this time. And I think it's the right call. Signature record number 15024, as I said, from about 1945. Before that, a recording Bing Crosby made in Los Angeles on August 27, 1933. The song was Black Moonlight. My copy of that, a British pressing on the Columbia label, DB2085. A lot of those early Bing Crosby vocal solos seem to turn up more commonly on British pressings than their American counterparts. I think they remained in print a lot longer over there. Before that, we started the set with Ambrose and his orchestra, a British band recorded in 1947, Dance of the Potted Puppet. This is the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'm playing 78 RPM records from my collection, and on today's program we're listening to records that might loosely be thought to have a Halloween theme. If you'd like to write to me, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to send along any comments, questions, suggestions, or requests that you may have. All right. Back to the Halloween theme now with, first up, a record by Billy Mayerl and Austin Kroom Johnson. I played one of their records not too long ago. I just like saying Austin Kroom Johnson, and apparently they do too. You'll hear somebody announce this record and say both the pianist's names. Actually, one of them is at a harpsichord. I'm not sure which. I'm going to guess that's Austin Kroom Johnson at the harpsichord. Anyway, this is a tune written by the pair of them, Billy Mayerl and Austin Kroom Johnson. See, I said it again. Bats in the Belfry, recorded in London in August of 1935. After that, something from Clyde McCoy and his orchestra from 1935. We'll hear The Nightmare. And then we'll wrap up the set with Bobby Leakin and Robert Cooksey, a nice little bluesy thing from 1926 called Black Cat Bone Blues. First up, here's Billy Mayerl and Austin Kroom Johnson. Here are two pieces specially composed and played for you by Billy Mayerl and Austin Coombe Johnson on two pianos and harpsichord. On this side of the record, Bats in the Belfry.
confess, I'm not normally much of a fan of harmonica records, but something about the combination of Bobby Leakin and Robert Cooksey, that harmonica and guitar duet, just really does it for me. I really like that. That tune was by Robert Cooksey called Black Cat Bone Blues, recorded in New York City on September 27, 1926, and issued on Victor 20251. My copy of that is one that I picked up on a trip to Japan at a little record shop in Tokyo. It's a Japanese pressing, but it retains the original American catalog number, 20251. If you were to look at it, you might not notice it being any different from a normal American Victor pressing, except the font in which they print the title is a little bit different. And if you look very closely at the bottom, it does say Victor Talking Machine Company of Japan. Incidentally, that little shop in Tokyo where I sometimes go when I'm over there to look for 78s is on the top story of a building. I think it's the ninth floor. And you have to ride a little elevator to get up there. You enter the elevator on the street, and it goes up, and on the eighth floor is an adult shop. And the door's always open, and a bevy of men get out (laughs) onto that floor. And then I'm usually left riding the rest of the way up alone. But that's okay. I'm there for the records. Before that, we heard Clyde McCoy and his orchestra, Adeka 78 from 1935, record number 681, The Nightmare, something written by Lynn Riley, Billy Myers, and Al Handler. And we started off two months before that in August of 1935 with Billy Merrill and Austin Croom Johnson, Bats in the Belfry. Well, we haven't gotten to any skeleton records yet, and it's about time we did that, so we're going to start this next set off with Pete Daly and his Chicagoans, a record made in Los Angeles in November of 1945. This is on the little Sunset label, record number 7566, so before Pete Daly made his way over to Capitol. It's called The Skeleton Jangle, a tune long associated with the original Dixieland jazz band. After that, we'll hear two tunes that themselves have nothing to do with skeletons, but the performers are playing the bones, and it gives these a nice rattly sound that may conjure up images of dancing skeletons for you. First, we'll hear Mr. Goon Bones and Barney Lance play Fast Freight Blues, a Mercury 78 from 1950, and then it's Brother Bones and His Shadows, a tempo record from 1948, San, a tune that goes back to the mid-1920s. So let's continue now with Pete Daly and his Chicagoans. Starting off a little skeleton set, here is the Skeleton Jangle. Thank you. 
feet all set to move It's Brother Bones and he's in the groove We started that set with Pete Daly and his Chicagoans in 1945, The Skeleton Jangle, followed by Mr. Goon Bones and Barney Lance in 1950 with Fast Freight Blues, and we wrapped it up with Brother Bones and His Shadows in 1948, San. Well, if I hurry along, I think we can fit one more record in today's program. Again, this is one that doesn't have an explicit Halloween theme, but it seemed somehow appropriate to end our Halloween program in the dark. That's the name of it. Big Spiderbeck's wonderful atmospheric composition, played here by Bobby Sherwood's orchestra, recorded for Capitol in December of 
and with Bobby Sherwood's orchestra playing Big Spiderbecks in the Dark, that's the end of today's Shellac Stack program. I hope you've had fun, and I hope you have a safe, happy Halloween this year. I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye bye. Thank you.